going to be talking about how to stop self-sabotaging, specifically in relationships when it pertains to our own insecurities. Many times when a person has problems receiving love or being unhappy in her marriage or a particular relationship, um, especially when the other person is, um, is doing everything right on paper, in these cases, a lot of times it has nothing to do with her marriage or her spouse or the other person and everything to do with her past and rejection. Because of her negative experiences in life, because of others' sins against her, um, or even um, sins of her own or how she has failed to measure up um, in her own eyes, um, self-rejection and self-hatred is what she has learned. She has grown so insecure by others' betrayal and rejection of her that she can no longer see past the monster that she's created of herself. And as a result of the shame that she has experienced, um, this, is, um, this is what happens. Um, we, we become our own worst critic. We hear everybody from our past that has ever said a negative word or maybe you've had uh, abusive um, partners or parents or relationships or friendships even. Um, and a lot of times we can ascribe um, what those people have said to everybody else and we replay those those own um, uh, those own words and harmful thoughts towards ourselves. Um, and so she wrongfully assumes that the reason bad things happen to her is because she is bad. <clears throat> she is somehow flawed and unworthy of what she so desires. Yet at the same time, she's angered by her perceived, whether correctly or incorrectly, confirmations of, um, of this in her relationships. Her insecurities scream louder than anything else she experiences, louder than um, the positive experiences, louder than um, you know times where she should be happy but she's not, um, where it's more comfortable for her to lean into pain and into sadness. Um, a lot of times, this is these are her insecurities and her her own self hatred that um, that that speaks to her louder than truth. Her insecurities ride on her feelings at any given time. Therefore, her life truth is built upon the rocky foundation of feeling at any particular moment. I'm not good enough. Um, I'm too much. Either way, I don't make the mark. Um, if you've ever thought these things. Um, which we all do, we all have this to a degree, but if this is what you think all the time, um, then um, self-hatred could be, and rejection could be lying underneath that. Um, and really self-hatred is a direct link to why a person has trouble receiving love, and therefore has an inability to, to form and keep lasting relationships. Um, they push onto others what they are sure others see based on feelings and thoughts um, of, that they have towards themselves. Self-rejection built upon years of key relationships, ultimately um, abusive people have formed this false sense of self-image in her. Um, so how do we fix this? Um, how do we stop self-sabotaging when it has stemmed from a lifelong identity crisis? Number one. First, uh, this, this might seem a little obvious, but we must learn to see how God sees us as the standard to which we hold ourselves to. And ask Him if this, um, which it, it typically does not come natural, if this is a really big struggle for you. Um, so ask Him to begin the process of 
um, making this image of self-love based on his love. Um, the, the real tangible, um, in the, the felt sp spaces of our heart. Um, we must learn how to identify to God and how he sees us. Let scripture be the standard for truth, not your feelings or other people or other relationships. Um, number two, understand the interrelational past experiences which are inevitably causing the current relationships to be dissatisfying and ultimately identify how your past has made you feel unlovable. Um, to understand how the present may be simply insecurities in a form of irrational interrelational PTSD rather than reality. Um, that was long. <laughs> Hopefully you got all that. Um, and really, she has to learn to consistently be aware to find fact rather than feeling. Our hearts, scripture says, are deceptive above all things. Who can understand it? Um, number three, we must take ownership for our own feelings, and once we have learned to see how our own experiences and insecurities are driving our relationships to self-sabotage, we have to learn to filter our now experiences not through feelings and self-hatred, but through logic um, and truth. Um, and to find what's actually happening. Why am I pushing my feelings into this, onto this person wrongly? Um, really, nobody can make us feel a certain way. We allow ourselves to feel a certain way when somebody's um, actions or inactions, words or lack of words, um, cause us to um, cause feelings and thoughts to, to rise up within us. Um, we, when we allow someone else's actions or inactions or words or lack of words to define us or to define how we feel about ourselves or to define our worth. We allow ourselves to feel certain ways based on expectations, assumptions, and fears, and really false belief systems. Um, so we have got to learn to filter our relationship, our relational experiences through the filter of fact, not fiction or past, unfounded truth. We must find truth um, in who God says we are and react, react to experiences or inexperiences based on a foundational view of God's love that will never change. This, this indeed takes a, a retraining of our mind and new thought patterns. It will absolutely re require a process of self-discovery. It will be hard, but one's own self and relationships depend on it. Um, you know, scripture talks about renewing our, renewing our mind and transforming our thoughts. And this comes by spending time daily in God's word every morning. Um, in, in my own quiet time, I like to, um, I mean, I, I typically get up an hour before my son gets up. Um, and I will pray and I'll read my Bible for um a little bit, I'll read a chapter from the Old Testament and a chapter from the New, but I also like to always be in the process of self-discovery, um, and so right now I'm reading a book um, called Receiving Love, I'll put it in the link below, but it is like, like, phenomenal, like, it is great, um, and so I really encourage you to do the same, to, to get up and to do your quiet time and to allow God every morning to renew your mind and to, to feed truth into your life 
so that you're not riding on feeling. Number four, stop inner dialogues, um, i.e. ruminating on our own assumptions and self-ascriptions as to why someone is treating us a certain way, what they might be thinking about us, um, what their motive is for doing something, whether that was an act of love or whatever. We've got to stop assuming the worst about people and start assuming the best. This directly correlates to seeing the best in ourselves as well and healing inward ill will, whatever it may be. We are not in another person's head and we will always ascribe the worst to their thoughts about us, whether founded or unfounded. This only does harm. Um, number five, make the mental decision to receive love. This is, this, this is a choice. When someone pays you a compliment or shares a heartfelt message, take it on and choose to receive it. Many times we pass, um, we pass off receiving love because we think, oh, they, did, they probably say that to everybody, or oh, she really didn't mean that, or whatever these, these deflections are of love, they keep us trapped internally in a place of truly not being able to receive love. And in this place, we'll go crazy. These, these places that we lock ourselves in due to insecurity and self-rejection um, really become an emotional pur purgatory um, that we allow ourselves to, um, to stay in. So anyways, thanks for watching. Um, I will see you next week as we continue in our study on songs. Um, I hope this helped you a little bit. Um, if you like this video, please subscribe. There's, there should be a link on the screen. Um, and feel free to check out more along your path towards biblical self-discovery on my website, madisonspano.com. Bye!